Amen. Let's read from Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Um, it was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liber liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. Wow. Love that. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life. Amen. Come on, it's time. For the word. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for these awesome moments that we can just spend around your word. And Lord, we are asking that every heart be opened and every mind be opened, O oh Lord, and that you will speak directly to every heart and mind and bring understanding, revelation, and conviction to transform lives by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. You may be seated. <laughs> well, thank you everyone um, uh, for your wonderful welcome. I've never quite received an introduction uh, like the one I just got. <laughs> I could have guessed three or four people by that introduction, but finally we got to me. <laughs> So I'm here and it's my awesome privilege to be sharing the word with you. Uh, guys, I am so, so honored. Thank you, Miss Amy. Thank you so much uh, for this opportunity. And let Pastor know that I am honored to speak to the body of Christ today that is Nairobi Lighthouse Church. And you guys are the best. I tell you, I, I've been other places and they are awesome, but you are the best. You know, God has given us the best and we are blessed. I also want to say thank you to my husband who is here somewhere helping and serving. Um, thank you for all your love and, and support. Thank you to our lovely children. We have two daughters, Kanana and Muthoni. They are awesome and they just love and support Mama when she gets the opportunity to come and share with you. Hallelujah. Wow. Um, I just want to say that uh, I really want to share from against the background of so much that has already been shared from this pulpit in the last two, three months or so. There's just so much that God has been doing to stir in us renewal, uh, stir in us fresh things, renewing things that, that he had done in us in an awesome way before, but bringing them back to life in a greater and a more powerful way, and I believe in a way that will just, uh, uh, what? That will just multiply the increase in our lives, amen? So that's where <clears throat> I'm coming from today, and, and there's also a lot that we've been uh, learning in Kids House, as you can see. <laughs> we, we brought the props um, not too long ago, not too long ago, uh, Rebecca was here with a prop, and I figured I really couldn't match that prop. 
I mean, who brings a panga to church? So um, you guys can uh, relax, sigh, a sigh of relief because I brought something softer, a plant. <laughs> but I'm not too sure that the message will be any softer. <laughs> yeah, that we cannot promise you, okay? Um, uh, anyhow, I, I, I want to share from that background, really, and what, what I'm trusting the Lord to do today is to help us connect some dots through a, about, I mean, regarding everything that we've been hearing or from everything that we've been hearing, for the Lord to connect for us some dots and bring understanding, bring insight and bring revelation into what he really wants us to do with our lives as believers. Amen? Amen. So are you ready for it? Uh, we've just read from Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, that it was for this freedom, freedom, that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery which you once removed. Wow. It was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. The title of our message today is Be Renewed in Freedom. Be Renewed in Freedom. Come on. What we will share today, I believe, is such a powerful truth that if you take this truth and do intentional warfare by it, you remember that message of intentional warfare? Remember the panga? If you take this message and do intentional warfare with it, you're going to walk in freedom and victory like you've never walked before. Can I hear an amen? amen. So I, 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 I love to share the word and I get so excited about the word. But I hope you get excited about the word. But not just excited enough to be stirred up by it, but excited enough to go and do it to go and apply it, to go and make sure that it transforms your life. Amen? In preparing, I felt that many of us are lost and floundering in our victory walk. That many of us are slipping back into the same bondage that we've been set free from. You remember that moment when you first received the Lord as your Savior? <clears throat> You remember that moment when, when you came to the altar and in tears you gave your life to Christ and perhaps you met with a cell leader or went to an encounter and you prayed and you know you got delivered and every chain was broken and you felt free. You remember that day, that week, that moment, that season, you remember that. But for some reason, you seem to have slipped back and you're not walking in the same freedom that you had before. You're not walking in the victory that you have experienced, genuinely experienced from the Lord. You may be allowing yourselves to be pulled and tugged and hustled into a way of life that you got delivered from. Yeah? Pulled and tugged and hustled. How many here remember Bessie? Yeah, if you know, you know. <laughs> You may be allowing yourself to be pulled and tugged and hustled into a way of life that you got delivered from. 
the enemy with great subtlety is deceiving you and drawing you back. There's a relapse. There's a loosing of the ground that we have already taken. We need to recover and restore what the enemy has stolen. Come on, give a Lord a hand clap in this place. I don't know about you, but I want this freedom. I want it. I'm talking fast to myself. I'm talking fast to myself. So today I brought a plant here to help demonstrate a very simple but very, very powerful truth. And that's the truth of grafting. Grafting. Everyone say grafting. Can I bring a little bit of of kids' house vibe here? (laughs) Do I sound cool? I said kids' house vibe. <laughs> so I, I'm here competing with Pastor Kevo for coolness. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things... The previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life. Grafting. Grafting. I believe Pastor Don read read this scripture not too long ago. And Pastor Kevin also preached uh, on grafting. Today I want to demonstrate what grafting is. It says we are grafted in Christ. What is grafting? Grafting is a method um, farmers use to grow better, juicier fruit, yeah? Or quality, a quality crop. They're looking for quality, they're looking for more. So they use a method called grafting. And in grafting, what they do is they will take a small branch like this one, a twig like this one, that has been chosen for its desirable qualities, and then they will join it to a rootstock like this one. So they'll take the, the, the twig like this one from another tree that's chosen because maybe it has delicious fruit or big fruit, and they, they will join it to the rootstock. This is called a scion. They'll join it to the rootstock because the rootstock is often uh, pest-free and resists diseases uh, better. So uh, because of those two qualities, then they are, they are going to to achieve what they are looking for, and that is better fruit. So this is a scion. Everyone says scion. And this is the rootstock, all right? So they join that. In fact, if you look at this plant, this is an avocado plant. They've already actually, we bought it with a grafting already done. This is a grafting done. Even if you, you check it, you can see that it's, and it's growing very, very well. So they'll take that and they'll prepare the rootstock, uh, rather the scion, for grafting. And many times they will do that by cutting off quite a few leaves and maybe leave one or two, but they'll just prepare it. Then they'll make that sharp so that it can join well with a part of the plant. Then they'll prepare the plant and they'll join it in there. So the upper plant, the scion, this one, is attached to a new plant and it depends on the root system of the new plant to grow. So this scion is going to depend on the root system of this plant to be able to grow. You and I are grafted 
to Christ, into Christ by faith. Amen. You are chosen as a twig with desirable qualities. And you are joined to Christ, the tree of eternal purpose, divine power, and everlasting life. A tree planted by the water side. What are your desiring, desirable qualities? It's pretty simple. One, his value for you. He loves you, so he chose you. And the other desiring quali desirable quality in your life is that you have faith in him. It is his love and your faith that are the desirable qualities that join you as a scion to the tree that is Jesus Christ. Nothing else. We come to him just as we are. And the only reason we are joined in is because he loves us and that we believe him. Amen? So, Romans 11, chapter 17 says, You Gentiles <coughs> are like branches of a wild olive tree, made to be part of a cultivated olive tree. You have taken the place of some branches that were cut away from it, and because of this, you enjoy the blessing that come, the blessings that come from being part of that cultivated tree. So you used to be a wild tree, on a wild tree. You had no purpose, no direction, vulnerable to every pest and disease. How many know what I'm talking about? You remember that day back then, those days, yeah? You were unprotected, mixed up with the rest of the wild crowd. But thankfully, the Lord found you a branch with desirable qualities and joined you to himself. Cultivated means, you saw in that scripture, it says that we've been joined to a cultivated tree. We came from wild and now we are what? Cultivated. Cultivated simply means grown purposefully. The tree that is Jesus Christ has grown purposefully. We are part of God's eternal purpose. We have direction, we have vision, and we have mission in life. You know the cultivated tree in any shamba, in any vineyard, in any farm is not vulnerable because the farmer wants it there. He wants it there. But the uncultivated wild tree out there in the bushes and in the forest is vulnerable to pests, to disease, to anybody that wants it because nobody is thinking about it. John 15 says he's the true vine and we are the branches. What does it mean then that we are grafted in? Okay? I want you to fasten your seatbelts and we are going to take off because I'm going to share with you four things that it means to be grafted in. Number one, because you're grafted in, your number one priority is to attach yourself to the new. Attach yourself to the new. The scion, this grafting's top priority is to attach to the new plant because if it doesn't attach, it is dead. Somebody say it's dead. If you don't attach, you're dead. So your number one priority is to attach to the new plant. The farmer will often take his, his uh, tools and cut off the leaves and extra twigs on the scion. You know why? To make sure that when it's attaching, it concentrates all the energy over here, between here and that tree where it is growing and attaching. Later on, the leaves will appear once it attaches. Later on, more branches will appear. 
Later on, it will bloom. Later on, it will flourish and bear fruit. But for now, everything is cut off so that all the energy can be concentrated on attaching to the rootstock. Amen? That's why we have fast steps when you get born again. That's why we have PEP, post-encounter, encounter, no, pre-encounter, encounter, and post-encounter. That's why we have school of leaders, insight. That's why we have cell for you. It's not a way of trying to make sure that you join Nairobi Lighthouse Church, and we do want you to join Nairobi Lighthouse Church. It's not a way of trying to make sure that you go nowhere else, and we want you to go nowhere else. It's really a way to make sure, to make sure that you get attached to the rootstock so that you can grow, so that you can grow. Number two, the old root has no power in your life. Are you listening to me? This ion, does it have roots on it? Can I ask the obvious? The scion doesn't come with any roots on it. The roots of that wild sick tree have been severed from you when you receive Christ as your savior. So it did not come with any attachments to the old tree. You are free from the roots of the old tree. So what roots do you keep uh, uh, referring back to in your life? What roots have become your point of reference? that you keep going back and saying, if I didn't come from such and such a place, I would be better off. Or if my father didn't do this or that, I would be better off. Or if my grandfather never got involved in that witchcraft, then I would be better off. No. Somebody say no. no. There are no roots on this thing. If you are attached, there are no roots. There is no past. There's nothing in the back. There's only something in the front. Your leaves and branches are looking forward. Come on. Because the old roots have no power in your life, therefore, the two scriptures I read have the word therefore. So under number two, I'm going to give you three therefores. Are we together? Pastor Nelson, am I doing good? <laughs> and number two, I'm going to give you three therefores, okay? Therefore, you have that one. Your past is gone, live free, amen? For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life you inherited from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or spot, he was known before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in the last times for your sake. People, there is an empty way of life that was handed down to us by our forefathers. That empty way of life, that old root, it had seen in it failure to meet God's expectations and standards, guilt in the empty way of life. That empty way of life had the sacrifices of goats and cows, and it had the sacrifices of, of um, all kinds of things and the fear of curses and witchcraft. It had polygamy in it and immoral practices and dysfunctional family setups. It had uh, setups like uh, facing the mountain and worshiping snakes and going to the lakes to look for power. That's the empty way of life. 
that we've been delivered from that had been handed down to us. You are redeemed. You are rescued. You are cut away from a sick, diseased, rotten, infested tree and you are attached to the tree vine, true vine that is Jesus Christ. Therefore, your past is not your limitation. That's therefore number two. Therefore, your past is not your limitation. You may be caught up with the idea that your limitations are a result of things that happened in the past, but God says, no, the past is taken care of, it's forgiven, it's forgotten, it's erased, it's defeated. You are free, take your victory. Your limitation is a problem of your focus, not a problem of your past. Focus on your faith in Christ. Focus on the blessing that you have in Christ. Focus on your purpose now that you are on the tree, the eternal tree. Focus on the opportunities God has put in your life. Move forward. Grow forward. There's no looking back. Amen? Here's your third therefore. Your third therefore is this. Do not return again to the yoke of slavery. No sense, I'll say that again. Therefore, do not return again <clears throat> to the yoke of slavery. No sensible scion will disattach itself from the rootstock and go back to the wild tree. In fact, naturally, that cannot happen. Paul said to the Galatians, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? You like that language? Does that make you uncomfortable? This is the great apostle Paul talking to people and he said, eh, you are bewitched. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? I believe I have permission now to say, you foolish Kenyans, why the relapse? Why allow yourselves to be pulled and tagged into bondage again, into the curse? You are again turning to mountains, to valleys, to rivers, to lakes and oceans, to things that God created, to seek God there, instead of seeking God, the creator. You are worshiping the creation instead of the creator. Why are you being pulled into the bondage of offering animal sacrifices, paying homage, homage to the dead, visiting shrines, observing rituals and practices, and conducting ceremonies? If you know, you know. There's a subtle lie that these are our traditions and this is our culture. I love our traditions. I love our culture. Today, my mother-in-law is here. I honor her. She's my mother-in-law. That's our culture. We honor our parents. Yeah? That's our culture. 
Today, I'm not preaching against our Africanness or against our culture. Please be as African as you can be and enjoy yourself. Yeah? But do not open your eyes and do not return to the yoke of demonic worship in the process. The yoke of demonic worship in the process. I'll take 30 seconds to tell this story. I, I think most of the staff will remember me telling this story about my father. Let me just put it this way. It's not too long ago that our generations were involved in demonic worship. Not too long ago. My own father had the gospel as a boy to missionaries, white missionaries that came to the villages, from missionaries rather. So it's not too long ago. And, and most of us are second or third or fourth generation Christians. It's not like we are 10th generation Christians. And so it's very easy to go back there. Sadly, the people who first heard the gospel are beginning to die off. And our generation is beginning to go back there. Can I just say, it's beginning to go back there. A long time ago when my dad was, was trying his best and hustling to buy land in, uh, in, in the Nyambene Hills, He'd worked so hard, you know, buying land. And then a sad thing happened. Somebody went and, and, and hung himself on a tree in his land that he had bought. And so the Wazers gathered together in their traditions and their culture and said, when somebody kills themselves on your land, then you must take that tree. And at the time when the shadow is the longest, you measure a circumference, circumference around that tree and all that land will belong to his family. My father said, wait a minute. Do you know how hard I have worked for this land? Do you know how many miles I have walked from Maua every weekend to purchase this land and to work on this land? Now somebody's going to pull out something traditional and take my land away from me. He said he's born again. Well, the way he dealt with this thing is that at night when the Wazers were meeting under that tree to measure the shadows, he came <laughs> and he had found a toy gun somewhere. This happened a long time ago. <laughs> he found a toy gun somewhere and he showed up and ambushed them. And when a figure suddenly showed up out of nowhere, I guess they saw a silhouette of someone with a gun and they took off running. Well, that land has belonged to my family until this day. Freedom. Freedom. Number three, what it means to be grafted. Live in the blessing of your new roots. The tree you're being joined to is old, in fact, eternal, established, solid, fruitful. This is the vine that is Jesus Christ. The blessing we live in is the blessing of Abraham. Brothers and sisters, I encourage you, go find out what your blessing is. What is the blessing of Abraham? In fact, the word says that the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand, beforehand to Abraham, saying, all the nations will be blessed in you. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with Abraham the believer. Your root, your lineage, your heritage are all new. All new. It's the heritage of those who walk and live by faith. Acquaint yourself with the blessing of your lineage. Acquaint yourself with the blessing of your... Don't go back there to find another blessing. 
Look for your blessing moving forward. And this is the last point, number four. Your purpose is fruitfulness. Overflow with life for others. The whole point of being grafted in, of attaching, of drawing the blessing is to produce fruit. Yes, be renewed in freedom, but remember your liberty is not license. Freedom and victory in Christ mean we have the freedom to produce the fruit of righteousness by living a spirit-led, spirit-infused life. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Pastor talked about the cell being a place where you receive life and you give life. It's the same thing with a tree. This scion will draw fruit, will draw sap from the tree, but also its leaves are going to make food and that food will return to the tree to build the tree. That's what we are called to do and that's why I want to finish because I believe anyway, you received enough last week about involvement. And that's where we are, we are finishing where we were last week. Get involved. Be the scion that will attach, that will bear fruit and feed the tree as well as feed the nations. Because no avocado tree eats its own avocados. Avocado trees do what? They feed the nations. And that's what we are called to do. Amen? Amen. Please stand with me as we finish. I want to ask you to lift your hands and let's, let's pray together. You say, I want to intentionally walk in this truth. You say, I want to do intentional warfare. I've been held back by thoughts of my past, my lineage, my heritage, and I want to claim my freedom. Lift up a prayer to the Lord. Lift up a prayer, that prayer to the Lord. Say, Lord, I want to attach to my lineage, my new lineage in my new rootstock. And I want to look forward and not back. You say, I want to recover and walk in the blessing of my lineage in Christ, in Abraham, the father of our faith. Come on, let me hear a prayer rise up in this place, a prayer that says, I receive the word. I receive the word. I receive the word. I'm attached. I see that I'm attached to the root that is Jesus Christ. And I see that I'm moving forward, that I'm joining him and I'm moving forward. I'm drawing from him and I'm receiving life and I'm growing and blossoming and giving back life in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus.